All right, welcome everybody to Ask. I'm Pastor Jamie. We're at Cornerstone Church. This is where we ask questions that you submit, usually online. Go to cornerstonebv.org. Go to the media page. Go to Ask and just submit your question. Leave your name or don't leave your name. Um, We've had a lot of good questions. If you have asked a question, I will get to it. It just might take a few weeks. Um, But keep the questions coming because uh, uh, if you have them, other people do too, right? So uh, I have actually uh, answered this question that I just alluded to in our opener uh, about suicide before. And I probably will do it again. Whenever I receive it, I think of it as a very serious and important topic. Um, and so I just answer it again. And, uh, and I will continue to, you know. And the first, so the question is, do Christians who commit suicide go to heaven if they are truly saved? Um, so, uh, well, well, we'll get to the whole suicide in a sec. But um, it, the question itself, right, kind of answers it, right? If they are truly saved. If you are truly saved in Jesus Christ. Okay, what that means is you have put your faith in his atoning work for you. He's died for you, right? And what happens there is you're born again. You're made new. You're redeemed. You're given new life. You're given new purpose. You're sealed for redemption. That means your future is in heaven because of the grace of God found in Christ. It's not your work. Your faith in Christ is all you can ever do. You didn't do something to save you. You can't do something to unsave you, okay? That includes everything, right? You can't, there is not sin, including suicide. That is going to unsave me because I'm born again in Christ. So if truly saved, nothing will keep you from the love of God. That Jesus said, anyone who the Father's given me, I will not lose. Uh, you cannot take them out of the, out of the Father's hand. You, you can't. So, so we know if you're truly saved, nothing will get in the way of that. Now, obviously, whatever the sin might be, if I'm not really saved, not really born again, and I'm pretending, then yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be in heaven. It has nothing to do with what the sin is. It's because I'm still lost in sin. It's not forgiven because I've not trusted in Christ, right? So the, 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 the idea of suicide, see, in, in, in history, I think there's a couple reasons why that, that got put out there. I think, first of all, it was a, a scare tactic for, I think, good reasons, but not the right tactic, and that is... We don't want people to commit suicide. So if we scare people into, if you do that, you're going to hell, then you won't. Um, and I think that's one of the big reasons is, is it became a teaching to try to keep people from doing such a horrific thing. Um, but we can't tell lies, just even if it's for a good purpose. And, and I think also throughout the, the Roman Catholic history of the church uh, before the Reformation, you had this idea that you have to confess your sins to the priest. And if your sins are not confessed and you die, you still got to pay for those in purgatory. Um, this is absolute heresy. It's not biblical. Jesus died once and for all for your sins. So you do not need purgatory. That is a false teaching. Um, you're either saved and you die and you're with Christ, or you're unsaved and you are lost forever. Um, that is the teaching of Scripture, and that's what we wholeheartedly embrace. So that idea of, oh my gosh, I, I got to confess all my sins to a priest, and he, he will do something about that. Um, and now if I commit suicide, obviously, unless the priest is there, which is weird, uh, I can't confess that. And so that's kind of where that came from, um, those two reasons. And, and so none of those are, are biblical. When someone commits suicide, um, they are in a horrific mental and emotional state, obviously, right? And so if you do that, I believe, and I can't tell you this for sure because I've never talked to anyone who has actually committed suicide and died, but... People have tried to commit suicide and survived. Um, so we do have their testimony. And almost, man, just the, the, not everybody, but a huge portion of those people um, regret, it, regret that attempt. And I do believe that amongst people who commit suicide, if you could bring them back and ask them to say, I wish I didn't do that. It was a moment of confusion and angst and loss and grief, and they just did it. 
And the problem is we all do things like that, right? They're, they're sinful, yes, and we do things because we're so wrought with, with angst, anxiety, depression, whatever it might be. But suicide is final, right? The other things we can say, man, that was stupid. Forgive me, Lord, right? Suicide's final. So that's why that becomes this category of what happens with those who commit suicide. And I am not in the camp that says if you commit suicide, it is evidence that you're not really saved. I'm just not. I don't think that's true. I think Christians who are truly saved can have moments of, of just panic and, 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 and just feel like this is the only way out. So um, no, I do not believe that it, if you commit suicide, you, you're not forgiven of that if you're truly a Christian, right? However, I would say this, if you are considering that or there's any, or you know someone who is, you need to do whatever you can to get yourself some help. You owe it to not just yourself, but the world, right? I mean, we just got through Christmas a few weeks ago, right? Uh, um, it's a Wonderful Life. If you've never seen it, watch it, right? It's all about this guy who's going to kill himself because he figures I'm, I'm better dead than alive. And he finds out, man, all of the difference his life has made. That's why it's such a powerful film. Your life is the same way. You may not see it that way, but it is. There's not only people in your life right now who you impact, but there's the future. There's all these people that you're going to impact. You're going to make a difference. And if you're not there to do it, what will happen? So it is the most selfish thing you can do. Yes, you need help. And we love you. You need help. Or the person you're, you, you know is considering that. You need to take it seriously. Because many, suicide is way up right now. Suicide is never the answer. Okay, let us know if you need help. We will help and come alongside you. Okay, um, okay. Uh, a couple others. This kind of goes with that question. That's why I placed it here. Um, it's the unpardonable sin. Uh, what does Matthew 12, 31 to 32 mean? And that's, let me read it for you. Therefore, I tell you, this is Jesus, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven, but the blasphemy against the Spirit, meaning the Holy Spirit, will not be forgiven. And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, even in this age or the age to come. So there is this idea of blaspheming the Holy Spirit that is not forgivable. People get afraid. Whoa, my gosh, what is that? That means I do that, I can never be forgiven. Uh, and for good reason. It's a good question. You certainly don't want to commit that sin, right? So um, th there's a lot of conjecture and back and forth about this, but... Some believe that, the, that this was only for Jesus' day because this is the context of this is that um, the, the religious leaders, Jewish religious leaders, were rejecting Christ and actually saying that Jesus was empowered by Satan. Um, and so he's like rejecting the Holy Spirit by saying that he's empowered by Satan is a rejection of who Jesus is, that God sent him and all that is... In, you know, encompasses Jesus and his ministry, and so by rejecting him. And so some believe that it was actually just for that time, and, th and that's not a thing for us. I I'm not sure I buy into that. Um, however, the unpardonable sin, rejecting or blaspheming the Holy Spirit, this is not, um, you know, a specific sin. It's not, as I just mentioned, suicide. It's not, you know, murder. It's, it's none of these types of things, right? It is the wholesale rejection, again, of the gospel of Jesus Christ, of saying, because that's the Holy Spirit who, who, who does that work in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So by rejecting that, there's no coming back from that, right? And, and so if you are wondering, can I be saved? Can I still be a Christian? You haven't committed that sin, right? There are some who are so hard-hearted, there's just no hope for them. 
we don't know who they are. The warning here from Jesus is make sure it's not you. Don't, sorry, I almost dropped everything. Don't get so wrapped up in your rejection that your heart gets too hard, right? Don't say someday, someday, someday. Now is the day to think about your eternity with, with Jesus Christ. Okay, quick one to, to finish this episode off. Pastor, names in the Bible have meaning. True, Isaac means laughter, Jacob, heel grabber, right? Yes. God gives purpose to all things. What is the meaning of the name Bethlehem? Great question. The name Bethlehem means um, house of bread. House of bread. So it's kind of cool. Bethlehem is the city of David. That's where Jesus was born. And something, the importance of that name is that Jesus is, he called himself in the Gospel of John, the bread from heaven. He compared himself to the Exodus story of Banna, where they're in the wilderness, they're going to die if they don't get any food, and God provides manna every day, bread from heaven to save his people. So now Jesus says, I'm the actual bread from heaven because you are lost in a wilderness of sin, and I come to save you. So I am not obviously physical bread, but I am, metaphorically speaking, the bread from heaven. And so he is born in the house of bread. So it's kind of cool to think that that correlation. So yeah, I think the mean, means the names actually have great meaning, and so does Bethlehem. Thanks for the questions. Be sure to ask your own on cornerstonebv.org. Sign up for a church service for this weekend. Have a great ser- uh, uh, series of limitations going. We would love to have you join us if you never have one of our three services. This has been Ask. We'll see you next week. God bless.